Hello and welcome to Campbell Uniting Church on this Trinity Sunday. Today we're reflecting on Psalm 8 with a reference or two to Genesis 1 and Matthew 28, crowned with glory. So today is Trinity Sunday. It always follows Pentecost. So eight weeks after Easter, you'd often hear an exposition of Trinitarian theology. But in the fine tradition of the Protestants, I'll divert from tradition and only briefly refer to the Trinity. When the worship leaders of ancient Israel put this collection of Psalms together, one week's worth were placed at the beginning with prayers, pleas for salvation and deliverance and a poem of wisdom celebrating the law of God as its opening piece. Psalm 8 is the first hymn of praise to God and it tells us some very important things about the one to whom all these prayers are offered. The Lord God is the cosmic sovereign whose majesty is seen over all creation. Remember, all that marvellous poetry of Genesis chapter 1. The psalmist also makes some incredible affirmations about the place of us humans in the context of God and creation. What are human beings that you are mindful of them, mortals that you care for them, yet you have made them a little lower than God and crowned them with honour and glory? Now, I think this is a wonderful thing, and I'm tempted to wax lyrical about the beauty of the poetry and the magnificent ideas so magnificently expressed. Instead, I want to contrast the image of reality here with some images of reality from our world today and wonder about being crowned with glory. Our world is in a sorry state. This week and for weeks now, leaders have grappled with and argue about what to do to respond to brutality and violence. Violence provoked by state violence and prejudice. In the pandemic response, many leaders have shown admirable care for their people They've taken measures to protect lives, and others have protected powerful interests, and many of their people have become the collateral damage of economic imperative. At the moment, we do have a sick and sorry world, a human world not reflecting much glory and honour. Psalm 8 says, You have given them dominion over the works of your hands. You have put all things under their feet. But what are we doing with our God-given power? All too often, we take what is given and replace gratitude to the giver with arrogance. Most often, white arrogance taking the place of God for ourselves, mistaking the responsible 
care of dominion for the brutality of dominance. I don't want to make cheap claims about complex or sensitive areas, but the royal commissions we've had in this country into abuse in institutions, mental health and aged care, all tell us a stark, uncomfortable truth. They cry to us volumes about our society, about the way we don't value each and every member. Is each one valued just a little lower than God, crowned with honour and glory? No, we so value success and achievement and power over others that over two-thirds of humanity seems to be trampled underfoot. What are human beings that God is mindful of us? Surely we are much more than we often give ourselves or others credit for made a little lower than God, crowned with glory and honour. But today, Palestinians are fenced out of the land that they've owned and occupied for generations. Rohingya and Chin villages massacred because of their faith and the behaviour of the civilised West in places like the streets of Minneapolis and of Redfern in Sydney, we have to wonder there is sickness in our world. And in some ways, it's the same sickness that it's always been there. The world of the psalm was not less brutal, but it offers us an antidote. In the psalm, God is sovereign and majestic. God gives all, and it's God to whom the praise is given in heartfelt gratitude. More and more in our world, we put ourselves at the centre. It's we who give or take, we who honour or fail to honour. No higher authority, no ultimate values to measure against. What the law allows, we think, must be right. And what can be gotten away with now is the standard. But the other side of the contrast must be held up to the light and opened, and examined, and learned from, much more than it is. This ancient poet distills the wisdom of Hebrew tradition. God is everything. God's glory is above the heavens, and spoken by the mouths of babes, and silences the enemy and the avenger. And then, in comparison, what is the human? A finite speck, a limited, imperfect being, small and insignificant? No. No, somehow in the unfathomable wisdom of the Creator, we are made only a little lower than God. And we are crowned with glory and honour and given stewardship, care and responsibility over the resources that have been so generously entrusted to us. Then, like the psalmist, we too are invited to respond with awe and wonder, with praise and with gratitude to God the giver. Praise is a healthy exercise. To praise means to place value 
outside ourselves. It's an antidote to self-idealization. When we praise, we give a measured compliment. But the praise of God in the psalm is given voice by the heavens, by innocence, and it's seen in the heavens and through all creation. The praises here are not meted out in a measured form. They are expressions naturally welling out of the core of their being. The exclamation beyond words in the face of incredible beauty or humbling honour. But thankfully all of this is not something we do on our own. Having the right attitude, saying the right things all the time, feeling the gratitude and praise is often sometimes beyond us. God knows that. And it's for just that reason that we hear Jesus sending out his mixed bag of disciples with some particular words in the Gospel reading for today. Mixed as they are, the text tells us, worshipping and doubting, they won't be left to achieve this work of Jesus by themselves. They are to be a body together. And Jesus promises to be with them. The presence of the Spirit to guide, to keep them and us on the right track. The Spirit of truth to help us to be true. Isn't this what we need more than anything and need now? A task to get on with? That's not just about us. Getting on with what Jesus commanded. Remember, love one another as I have loved you. A task, a community, and the Spirit to guide us. This is the honour and glory that we are crowned with. Praise be to the triune God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen.